Welcome to the Child Care Business Coach Podcast with Evelyn Knight, where mindset mechanics come together for success. Evelyn Knight is the leader of the ECE revolution and is on a mission to touch 1 million children's lives through the elevation of the ECE community. Hello and welcome. Thank you once again for taking time out to join me today. Again, my name is Evelyn Knight. I am the Child Care Business Coach, the founder and CEO of Child Care Business Professionals. We help child care center owners and directors, the leadership team basically, find success in running their child care programs. And that is something I really want to help you with today is something that will really help you with that success component. This year, I'm focusing on really helping my audience with overwhelm in the child care setting. And so today we're going to talk about hiring part of your management team. And really the things I'm going to be going over is honestly, it's hiring in general, not just your management team, but more specifically onboarding, right? I've done the creative recruiting bootcamp. I've helped you to find people, but once you find them and you really get that right person, how do you make sure that you keep them? That can be even more important than the actual recruiting process. Because when you find that person that's just gold, you need to keep a hold of them. How is it that I've had my director for almost 15 years? My assistant director is going to be 16 years, right? It's because there's certain things that I have in place that helps and it starts with onboarding. Your onboarding process is absolutely essential. And when you're onboarding a director or an assistant director or anybody in management, it is even more essential to make sure that you get it right. So there's a few things that you need to absolutely have in place in order to make sure that you're onboarding correctly. And there's work that has to be done even before the onboarding process begins. The first thing that you absolutely have to do is make sure you know your vision. Who are you? Who are you? What is your brand? That is absolutely vital because if you don't know this, if you haven't intentionally created a vision for your program, the brand that you want, then that other member of management will. When I see centers that have gossip issues and just a lot of problems within their programs, Most of the time I know, especially those gossipy type of centers, it's because they don't have a brand and the owner and or directors haven't taken the time to create a brand. So you really stand for nothing. You might think you do, but your program doesn't. And when that happens, what ends up happening is people hijack your program and your brand becomes something that's not so pretty. So if you have an overwhelming amount of gossip or other things happening in your center, I challenge you to ask yourself, have I intentionally created a brand? Now, when people talk about brands, they think the colors and the logos and, you know, what they're going to paint their classrooms in and how their vans are going to look. That is not your brand. That is not your brand. Now, yes, your logo should represent your brand. It should have a feel, but your brand is really your center's personality. When I think of brand, I like to think of 
when there's two moms at the soccer practice talking about your childcare program, what are the kind of things they're saying? How does it make them feel? That is your brand. And your brand is going to create your center's culture. So before you even onboard a new director, especially, you have to have this in place, or I can guarantee you, they will hijack it. It will become theirs. And if they don't know how to intentionally do this, it's going to become a place of gossip and of animosity. If you're having issues with staff that really just doesn't show respect to your program, it's probably because you don't have a brand. Therefore, the culture of your center becomes pretty toxic. So before you even hire, this is something that has to be in place. Now, the next thing that has to be in place is your SOPs or systems of operations. You want to make sure that your program is still yours. I see so much conflict between owners and directors, especially owners that are on site because they want the control, but then they hire somebody who's going to run their program, right? And they want things done a specific way. And that's kind of okay, but you don't want to micromanage. But there are things that absolutely cannot be compromised on, right? Like anything that comes to compliance issues or your brand, once again, um, your vision, what my center likes to call the queen bee role, right? Coined from Mike Michalowicz's term in um, one of, gosh, which book was it that he, it was Mike Michalowicz though. And the queen, if you think of what happens in a beehive, all the bees in the beehive serve the queen bee. So whatever the queen bee role is in your childcare center needs to be very clear. And your director that you hire needs to serve the bee or the queen. So for us at Zooing Around, our queen bee is the fact that we have high quality standards that revolve around nurturing the children, right? So everything we do has to be high quality, five-star NACI accreditation quality, but at the center of everything has to be nurturing for the children. That is our number one most component, important component, right? So every decision that my director makes, she knows it's based on these principles. If you don't know that, if you don't have a queen bee role, which is part of your vision for your center, then how does your director know where to lead your program? You're hiring someone to lead your program. They have to know where they are taking you. Your vision is like the destination on your roadmap, right? If I were to say, I'm going to New York, that would become my vision. My vision is I'm going to New York. Now, if I call a travel agent and say, I'm going to New York, get me there. They're going to start planning the trip, right? Now, if I call a travel agent and say, okay, I want to go somewhere and you need to guess where it is. And that's it. Here's my credit card. And in my mind, I know I want to go to New York, but my travel agent has no idea where I'm going. How are they going to get me to New York? As far as I know, I'm going to end up in Istanbul, right? They have no clue where I want to go. They're going to take some wild guesses on how to get me there. But bottom line is they're not going to know where I want to go. So I can't expect them to plan a trip for me. Well, it's the same thing with your director. 
it's literally, if you don't have a vision, you are literally telling this person, take me over here, but I'm not going to tell you where it is. I just want you to get me there. So you have to have a very clear and concise vision that becomes your queen bee. And then every system of operation that you create, your SOPs are going to revolve around that queen bee vision role, right? Everything is going to revolve around that. And as you're creating those systems of operations, you're going to set the rules. When do you expect payments to come in? And there needs to be process and procedures that are documented for this. If you suddenly find that you have $10,000 in bad debt, but you as the owner have never have documented expectations for your director on how you want them to collect funds, then that's on you, not your director. They need to know exactly how long are you willing to tolerate bad debt? When do you expect it paid by? And what are the procedures when it is not paid, right? For every task that your director is going to do, you need a system of operation. They need to know exactly what is expected of them all the time. How are they to handle bills? Are you taking over? Are they? Phone calls for solicitation, um, subsidy, all of the things that a director, your employee's schedule, there needs to be an SOP. Your director should know how many hours are they allowed to spend total every week? What kind of budget do they need to stay in within the classrooms? Systems of operation, literally systems for them to figure out each one of these things. There's so many that they're going to need. And by the way, these are all things that actually are a part of the child care business professionals um, membership. If you become a member, this is stuff we help you with. We help you to create your vision. We help you to create your brand. We help you to make sure you get control of your culture. We help you to create SOPs. I actually give you my SOPs. You revise them into yours. And the next thing is your onboarding process. What kind of official onboarding process do you have? My onboarding process is a six-month long process, and it should be the same pretty much for all employees. It's going to need to be different for uh, directors, but it's got to be something official. And again, it has to be documented. And when I say documented, I'm looking for paper here. It doesn't have to be like a booklet, right? It doesn't have to be this kind of documentation. It can be a Trello board. It can be a ClickUp. We use ClickUp now. That It can be ClickUp board where they're checking off tasks, but they're officially knowing what to do. It can be um, like Loom videos, uh, different things like that. But you have to train your staff. Giving them an employee handbook is not enough. And you should have policies and procedures. Policies and procedures are basically going to be your SOPs that really teach your staff exactly what you expect of them, right? So for example, if you expect your center, um, your director to get you to a five-star quality, how are they going to get there? There should be policies in place that reflect this, right? I mean, down to my policies and procedures and my SOPs are literally down to how are teachers supposed to talk to children, we really break it down on how we want them to interact, how we want them to present themselves, talking to the children. 
everything, our diaper changing procedures are eight steps long because I want to make sure that even that is a nurturing experience for children where they're being talked to and loved through the experience and treated with respect where somebody isn't just ripping a diaper off of them, wiping them, putting the new diaper and off they go, right? I want them to be talked to. Hi, we're going to change your diaper now. Come on, let's go. As you're picking them up, you don't just snatch them off the floor and walk over to the diaper changing table with them, right? And then when they get there, okay, are you ready? We're going to open up your onesie. I'm about to wipe. Are you ready? And show them the wipe and wipe them off because that's showing them love and respect. But how would a teacher know that if they weren't ever trained? So there should be something that trains them from the get-go on every little thing. How do you want them to talk to parents, right? How do you want your director to show up for parents? That is something that should be in your onboarding training. Every little thing needs to be in your onboarding training. My um, total training is a six-month-long program because we're hitting on a lot of different things. And six months after my staff works for me, I want to make sure that they are going to be serving my queen. Absolutely. They're going to know exactly what I expect from them and exactly what I want from them. So that is, it's vitally, vitally important to have these things documented and in writing. It's also important to schedule a time to meet and to make sure that your director really knows you, that you're supporting them, and that they understand what your mission and your goals are. So part of my process are meetings that are scheduled through that six months period and specific items that you need to go over. And really, when I created this, I actually created this as a way to hold myself accountable and my director accountable for making sure the process was done over six months. I literally just have a list of questions every month that you ask and things you go over. And also some of it that you're reflecting on yourself, like what is your, um, what other education is needed? Do they fully understand the vision? And if not, how can we help them to understand? There are so many different things and questions that um, we're going to answer different ones over time. There's also assessments that they're going to complete that help you to see where are they really are they really married to the center? Do they get it? Are they falling in love with their job? Because bottom line, that is our goal. If you find that jewel, that diamond in the rough, they need to fall in love with your program. And your program needs to be worth falling in love with. It has to give them something so much bigger than them, a mission to live for, right? And that's something that you need too. Every owner, whether you're a director hiring your assistant director, or you're an owner hiring an, a director, or if you are just hiring teachers, you need that too. You, this career should be something that is so much bigger that you know when you're retiring that you made a difference in the world because that is the power of ECE. One of my favorite exercises I talk about often that I do is whenever I'm making a big decision in my life or if I'm making some kind of big change, I actually sit down, I close my eyes, and I imagine myself as an 80-year-old woman rocking on my rocking chair in my backyard and thinking over my life. And I ask myself, is this decision something that I will be proud of? The 80-year-old version of me, future me, will she be proud of me right now? in what I'm about to do. 
And if not, then it's not worth making, right? So when I challenge you to look at your career, when you look at your childcare center and what you do, when the 80-year-old version of you is sitting on your dream porch or whatever it is, might be on the lake, whatever, and you're looking over your life, are you proud of your career? Are you proud that you made a difference in the world at your center? If your automatic answer within the five, first five seconds you heard me say this was not absolutely, then you really need to go and take control of your child care center. There is something not right. Because the work we do is the most important work in the world. There is nothing more important than educating young children and setting up the foundation for their entire life, their entire life. The executive brain functioning skills are actually forming during this time. So if you cannot say beyond the shadow of a doubt that the work you do fills you with love and that the 80-year-old version of you is going to be so proud of you, then you cannot expect your employees to ever want to stay working for you because they won't want to. If your center is not a place where you are proud to be, they won't be either. And nobody's going to want to stay working for you. And there is no amount of onboarding and getting systems into place that is going to fix that. And you could hire the most wonderful director you've ever seen in your life. And if you don't have these things in line, they're not going to stay. That's part of the reason I created Child Care Business Professionals, because I understand this. And I, I actually started on a journey last year to figure out what is it about me that people want to follow? I mean, why do people line up to work for me? In Child Care Business Professionals, this company, I've never actually had to post a single job opening. People actually come to me, and I've, got, I've actually got a line of people right now who want to work for this company. Zooing around is the same way. But Why? So when I did that, I broke it down into different steps on the leader that we need to become in order for people to want to work for us. Before you hire anybody on your management team, you got to get this in line. There's so much background work that needs to be done first, or you're going to lose them. They're not going to want to stay with you. That is something we can absolutely help you with in child care business professionals. So get a hold of one of my team members. They're saying hello in the comments so you know who they are. Let Get a hold of them. We would love to help you with this. So many of our clients, and I'm sure my clients are always watching Mindset Monday, they can tell you the difference we've made in their center and how they've just made complete turnarounds thanks to the work we do. They can, don't take it from me or the people I pay. Take it from clients that pay me to help them do the work because we can really, really make a big difference in your life. The other thing is this year at the Child Care Business Summit, we're really focusing on that leadership component. Um, I did a talk that is called Fierce Leadership and it's the keynote speech I do all over. And I've been asked to turn it into an entire seminar, basically. It was so moving to so many people um, that I've been asked several times to turn this into a seminar. That is what we're doing for Summit. We are going to help you learn how to become a leader that people line up to follow. Why do people want to work for me so bad? Why is it that people are constantly asking and telling me, I want to be a part of what you're doing? 
it, that's kind of hard for me to accept. It really was at first. I was just kind of like, I don't know why you want to. I mean, seriously, like, you know, when it's in yourself, it's just, it's kind of hard to see sometimes. So I actually kind of did a study on what is it? And I asked my teams, why, why do you want to work for me? Why, when the going gets tough, do you want to be here? Why is that so important to you? There were times where I had to ask my assistant director and my director, well, when she was my assistant director and like who they are today, to hold their paychecks. Years ago, when I was an owner that didn't know what she was doing, and they did, and they're still with me 10 years later. Why? That is exactly what we're going to be teaching you and helping you at the Child Care Business Summit. The prices are going up soon. So if you haven't bought your ticket yet, please get your ticket. We also listened to requests from everybody last year. Um, after the last summit, our people came to us and said, my team needs to hear this, not just me. So this year, the summit is going to be for teams, not just management. So day one is all about leadership. And we're going to tackle this, this subject of being a fierce leader that people want to follow. And then we're going to come together as a team and really tackle how are you going to make your center great? How are we entering into the ECE revolution? And how are we going to be the ones who lead? Those of you who are with me, we're going to lead as this industry changes. Just like we don't see any blockbuster videos anymore, and now Netflix dominates, we are going to dominate the ECE revolution. And I am so excited to do this with you. I hope everybody has a beautiful, amazing week. I hope this helps you. And if you really need extra help, don't hesitate to join us. We actually have a very comprehensive payment plan now. So if you had in the past thought about joining us, but it was just too expensive for you, we actually have some new financing options. I really, really wanted to find a way to make it more affordable. And we have found a way. So if it's been a while, make sure you talk to whoever your concierge is with. We really, truly believe in just serving. So whether you're a member or not, we still find a way to serve you. But we really dive deep and help our members change their lives, not just their centers. We change lives. It's something I'm very passionate about. So if you haven't talked to one of us in a while, please get a hold of the person that you have contact information with. They can get you started. The prices now are pretty low, I believe. And one of my teams can put it in the chat, but I believe we've gotten it down to uh, under 400 bucks a month with the payment plan that we now can offer. So get a hold of one of my team members so they can help you with that. I hope everybody has a beautiful week and don't hesitate. You are worth investing in. Stop putting yourself last. It is time for you to join the EC revolution and become a part of us at Childcare Business Professionals. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining Evelyn today. For more information, please visit childcarebusinessprofessionals.com.